1: Good afternoon and welcome to America's Heroes Group Roundtable Community Outreach. July is American Diabetes and National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. It's Saturday, July 23rd, 2022. I am Vietnam veteran co-founder and host, Cliff Kelly.
2: Hey, and I'm his co-host. I am honored to be that. Anytime I see uh, Cliff Kelly in the studio, I am, it's a good day for me. And I'm Dr. Damon Arnold, a retired colonel from the U.S. Army. Uh, also, our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions, the great Ivan Ortega. Uh, also, we are uh, I want us to join us as America's Heroes Group as we are now live on Facebook and YouTube. So join us. Mm-hmm. Be with us. Our panelist today is the esteemed... Danny K. Davis, Congressional member of the Seventh Congressional Dr- District, he is honorable um, and we are lucky to have him as one of the people that supports our communities. and he is America's Heroes Group Advisory Board member as well. Uh, Congressman Davis today he has many things he can talk about. He is a brilliant man, uh, but he, today he's going to talk about the Seventh Congressional District updates. How are you doing, Congressman Davis?
0: Well, let me tell you, it is so good to hear both of you esteemed gentlemen, retired veterans, individuals who have served their countries and continue to serve. I am just delighted. I'm excited. I'm elated. Although I must confess that I'm mourning a little bit because the 7th District, lost one of its most celebrated residents mm. in the person of James Cole, better known as Shine King, the oh. King of Shoe shining in oh. Chicago. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I tell you some of the some of the people who spoke had such eloquent ways of describing this gentleman. Of course, you know, he was a millionaire, Mm -hmm. uh, owned many businesses, and so does his family, his son's own businesses. As a matter of fact, I have used their businesses for everything from getting my shoes shined to buying silk, socks when I was a young person my wife used to go in there and surprise me with some silk socks or nylon socks or whatever. She don't do that no more. (laughs) (laughs) No more. (laughs) No, that's history.
1: Uh But
0: this guy started his business Cliff, as you know walking up and down Madison, be right. Shining Shoes with a shoe shine kit. Mm-hmm. And he rose to prominence. The guy, he started in a barber shop that I used to get my hair cut. Mm-hmm. So did Willie Wilson. That's where I met Dr. Wilson. Mm-hmm. And uh, the barbers would get jealous because he was making more money. He's <laughs> <His> shining shoes. <laughs> <laughs> then they would be making cutting hair so he had to go out and get his own place and and it just skyrocketed he was i used to be on the board of trustees mm-hmm. of the austin bank i was on the board for 10 years mm-hmm. matter of fact i only resigned from the board when i got elected to Congress mm-hmm. because i wouldn't be able to go to the meetings and that kind of thing yeah. and of course he was one of the Hard owners of the bank, oh, also, boy, boy. And, and 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 of course real estate. He had a roofing company. His son is an electrician, and 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 he was just passionate. He was a classmate of Don Jackson. They all went to Marshall High School, mm-hmm. won championships and stuff like that. But the community said goodbye to him today. Oh. Jam-packed the biggest facility mm. in the community, the JLM Center. And then they had a motorcade that went from all the places where he had been. So, you know, it, it was a great celebration. Just, just outpouring. Look, presidents have been in there. Mm. I've taken people running for president. Into Shine King and Lake and Keddy. I've taken mayors, governors, everybody come campaigning on the west side of Chicago. We'd always bring them to Shine King. They'd have to come through and get their shoes shined. Bill Clinton has been up there sitting in the seat and, and stuff. So he was just celebrated. Yeah, so but then, his you know- family.
2: Yeah, but, uh, you know, America's Heroes Group, you know, extends our condolences to him. It sounds like you're describing a a self-made business icon that, you know, that many of our young people need to be listening to and looking at and studying their lives to, you know, to figure out what they need to do in life. And I am so proud of the story you just told, Congressman Davis, and and you just taught me something new, too. Uh, So... It's not just the stomach to a man's heart; it's their feet too, because you—those you know, silk socks sound like they were really important.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, you—you just—you felt like a king when you were. Isaiah Thomas shined shoes mm-hmm. in there. As a matter of fact, he introduced me to the Thomas family, to Isaiah Thomas, the famed uh, basketball player. Sure now businessman, and his brother Mark was a policeman, and Mark used to drive me around when I was in the city council, and we had bodyguards sometimes if folks was messing with you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so mm-hmm. <laughs> Cliff remember those days. And uh-huh. <laughs> You know, you sometimes had to have a bodyguard and That's true. stuff, all that. Yeah, Cliff's eyes so, lit up when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, things, you know, as bad as they sometimes look, things are still looking good and up. Sure. I want to thank the people who voted for me and oh. gave me another opportunity to get a scoop of public service. And
3: congratulations. I don't think
0: there's anything yeah. in the world more important than public service.
1: You're deserving of it. You're you're deserving. I had to interrupt you for a moment. You're deserving of it. You've done so much for so many uh, as an elected official. You know, I I just think uh, it's just great that you continue to be there, and uh, I hope you will be there many more years.
0: But We're so fortunate. The people have been so engaged, so involved, so actually just, um they make you want to wake up and get started
3: mm-hmm.
0: and go off and do something every day. And Cole taught his son, one of them is my electrician. I've used all their businesses at different times. So things are pretty good. They're looking up. That's one great. disappointment, though, in terms of the 7th District and other districts, is that the voting turnout mm. in Chicago was dismal.
2: Really?
0: Especially in the African-American community. Mm. I can't miss saying that. Mm. Because, you know, only about 20% of the people voted. Wow. You know, that's 2 out of 10.
1: That's terrible.
0: You know, oh, it's Unbelievable. Yes. It, it, and we can't survive doing that. We gotta do better. We gotta mm-hmm. make sure we do better in every election. If it ain't nothing but the election for block club president, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> No, you're right. You're you right.
0: gotta, yeah, you gotta do better than that. So, my little what is, comment. What,
1: what, what, yeah, I'm sorry. Go right ahead.
0: No, I was going to say that my little comment, my message, mm-hmm. you know, we're coming up to the midterm elections in November. Right.
3: right.
0: And uh, the Republicans think they're going to take the House back. They think they're going to take the Senate. And although in places like Illinois, we're generally relatively safe, but we can't go to sleep. We've we, we got to make sure people come out and vote. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not being selfish except that I'm selfish in the context of wanting Democrats to win.
1: Well, one I thing don't make I know, any bones about that. One thing I know for sure, you have certainly done and continue to do the wonderful things you do for not only... The uh, people in the community, but everybody, I, I've been over to too many of your events <laughs> to, <laughs> not, to not recognize yes. uh, the things that you do, Congressman, because you you just do a, a great job.
2: You know, and, uh, Congressman, well, um, you know, Thomas Davis, uh, you know, I just wanted to put point, you know, make one point about something you were talking about with the voting, and I was I was in a discussion with some people. Uh, it was with the American Association of Public Health Physicians, and One of the comments I made is that many of the people who voted in the Republican states, like for Texas and, you know, other states where you have a predominance of uh, voting Republicans, is that the women who voted there actually put someone in office who took away their civil right, that took away their right to an abortion. Now, you know, some people are pro and, you know, pro-abortion, against Mm -hmm. abortion. It's an individual woman's choice. And there should be no legal interposition between a provider, a treating physician, and their patient. And in this particular situation, uh, I think that people have to realize it became down to the vote. It was the vote. If they had voted, we may not even have had this issue. We may not have had the Supreme Court stacked. We may not have had the, the federal court stacked if we had just voted. And when you were saying two, you know, two out of uh, ten voting, that is just sinful.
3: Terrific.
2: You need to get up and vote if you are a citizen in this country. I, I was a veteran. I saw people die on the battlefield who were fighting for your right mm-hmm. to be a voter. And all you can do, you can't take five seconds to go and vote?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is amazing. Yeah. And you mentioned the right to choose. I am always proud of the fact that it was Ruth Rothstein and I who started the first teen health clinic in the high schools in Chicago. And, And, of course, that involved teaching kids sex education and about contraception and all of those things that go along with making health decisions. We started the PATH Clinic at the Austin High School, and Ruth Rothstein and I were the two main promoters of getting that started in the Austin community. And we also started a fellow named Ernie Jenkins and I. Mm-hmm. was very, We were very instrumental in an ounce of prevention and getting people to accept the ounce of prevention in the community where we were working with, again, Ruth Rusty <laughs> and Ms. Weisbord, uh, who, who really got that moving in Illinois. So I agree with you that that the ability to make private decisions about your own health mm-hmm. and what you do Certainly, should be available to each and every person in this country. And some of these states, um, people, you know, they vote for individuals who deny them mm-hmm. the opportunity to make their private decisions. So, we got to keep working, got to keep doing it. And, um, hey, it, it's just always a pleasure to hear. Who, you know, there's something about being a gentleman. I, I mean, so I like to call people gentlemen who are. <laughs> 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 and, and so both of you are indeed. You've given so much. You've done so much. You, you make anybody proud to know you, proud to know what you do and what you stand for. And so, hey, it's always good just to turn on the radio, and hear America's heroes.
1: Well, Congressman, that's two of them. That's that's well, That's very nice. That's reciprocal. But you know, I know you and uh, we have done a whole lot of things together and uh, helped each other. And I'm sure we will continue to do that. But you you've done a great job, <laughs> and uh, I'm so happy to say that I am a friend of Congressman Danny K. Davis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know Well uh, you all
0: and Glenda Smith and let me tell you people I I I like the idea that I can say something positive, say something good, something meaningful about people. I mm-hmm. I take delight in yeah. mm-hmm. in doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Chicago mm-hmm. has had so many outstanding people, black people, mm-hmm. all kinds of but black people who have done so much. We gotta kick up the history books and we gotta make sure that our young people mm-hmm. Know this, and I think part of the, the riff of what I hear as the, the disenchantment or the distance between people of different ages is that we are not teaching our young people enough to have a better awareness and understanding of what it used to be like (laughs) before people did a lot of stuff to change it. And I don't think they're they're being taught enough of that. I am so proud of the work and stuff that my mother and father did. I looked up, I'm in my office, and there's a picture of my father on the wall. Mm. In the other room, there's a picture of my mama Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the wall Mm -hmm. and if it hadn't been for the stuff that they did I wouldn't be whatever it is that I am today so I have great appreciation and I know the people that you grew up around Cliff I know the people Mm -hmm. who lived in your neighborhood Mm -hmm. people who were on your block and, and, and the outstanding individuals who were part of that era and made the south side of Chicago one of the premier black communities in America. In America. Mm-hmm. Oscar De Priest, the first black guy to go to Congress after Reconstruction.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right off the south side of Chicago, Bill Dawson, who became one of the great congressmen, who patronage was big time back then, mm-hmm. and Bill Dawson and Adam Clayton Powell were the two black congressmen, That's
3: Right.
0: each one of them powerful, and they all right. Dawson, you kind of had to go see him if you want to get a government job. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you had to be a part of that. Yeah. And and people worked the post office, and blacks became middle class mm-hmm. with all of these opportunities that were being created. But, you know, we'll get back to the glory days of voting and we just got to make it happen.
1: Well don't forget uh Congressman I, I you've done a great job and you continue to but I've been in your office enough to know those wonderful people you were talking about who ha- have pictures uh in the different rooms in your in in your headquarters there on the west side. You know who I'm talking about. You just mentioned that. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, <laughs> well, we always call it the the, the best side. Don Jackson was at this funeral, and he was talking about how he came through Marshall High School, and 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 that he had his business in Loop, and Cole had his business out on the West Side, but they were all part of the same team mm-hmm. that came out of Marshall High School. And that the west side was still the best side. Yes. It, 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 it wasn't a sad kind of funeral. It, it, it was a different kind, but not, not a sad kind. So, gentlemen, thank you so much.
2: Yes, sir. It's
0: my pleasure. And, you know, I met with the guys over at the uh, Jesse Brown uh, a few days ago. Wonderful conversation. They've got a good manager over there, and and they are eager to keep doing some stuff and do some stuff, and it's about time we pay them another visit.
1: Sounds and, great.
2: You know, uh, you yeah. know, Congressman Davis, you were talking a lot about you know the youth and how you know I think our youth are being miseducated because we you know you know the big names you know, you know uh, that are out there you know historically but you don't know the culture within your own community you know that the, the, the youth are not being exposed to all the things that you were talking about about all the successful business people around them um, I, w- I was speaking to one young man because I, I, I've been talking to these young people and he uh, after we finished the discussion he said wow he said I'm so glad I talked to you. I didn't know an old man knew so much. And I said, <laughs> I said, I didn't know a young man could recognize it. <laughs> so we, we started laughing <laughs> <Good boy. laughs> and we started talking about it. But, you know, what is it that you, we have a couple of minutes to go. What would you say to the youth and the, and the people who are, uh, you know, my age um, or people who are in, you know, anywhere along this spectrum within the community? What should we be doing to talk to each other? to make sure that people understand how unique and skill and our abilities that we've built, how do we get that across to them that there's another path other than this violent stuff that's going on, other than looking at life and saying that life is not worth anything because I know that I can't do anything in this com- this culture, in this community. Uh, what can we do to turn that uh, opinion around?
0: You know, my folks and the folks who came along at that time who taught us stuff used to always tell us: mm. never look down unless you're trying to help somebody else up.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that. Mm. Oh
1: boy! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they, yeah, I like that. They, 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 they say, yeah, mm. they just just if you did that, you would realize how much fun life can be. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we talked a great deal about second chances today because Cole often hired guys that would come right out of the penitentiary and jail and that kind of thing and mm-hmm. put them to work shining shoes and they'd be making sometimes three, four, five hundred dollars a week because mm-hmm. uh, he taught them to be the best.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, his whole motto was if you're gonna be a shoe shiner, you got to be the king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you you you're the king of the shine, mm-hmm. and and yeah, and yeah. that's what he taught. And I knew kids who would be making five, six hundred dollars a week shining shoes when there was a big population
3: mm-hmm.
0: and lots of movement. And of course, that was as much as people were making working in factories and doing other kinds of things and teaching school or whatever they did. So just help somebody. Yes. And if you do that, I think life life just becomes so much better. So yeah. that would be my...
2: I see why you're a congressman, because <laughs> <laughs> why you're keeping that seat. And, uh, you know, I was going to congratulate you, but what I have to do is really congratulate the... Um, Illinois 7th Congressional District on being able to retain you <laughs> as their uh, leader because, uh, uh, you know, they, they and when I when I go to those things, Cliff was talking about going to some of your meetings and all that. But when I go there, I see the fire in everyone's eyes yeah. when you speak and when you're, you're you're what you have done for that community that you can tell mm-hmm. that the people have benefited and they love this. Yeah. So we, we just ran out of time. Uh Glenda's waving me in, so yeah. <laughs>
0: Well you thank you both and <laughs> thank you to Glenda. We know it's time to go. So right on. I'll be listening the rest of the afternoon. Oh, thank you. you thank you. you thank you, Congressman.
2: <laughs> and uh, stay with us, stay with us. We're at America's Heroes Group is going to a commercial break and we'll be right back with the governor of Talk Radio <laughs> and Cliff Kelly, who is going to be in the next session as well.
0: Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't
1: miss an episode. And for more details, visit AmericasHG.org.